Welcome to Friendly Competition, a podcast to discover the best of all time. I'm Nick Keller, and alongside my co-host and best friend, Cody Lena, we discuss various pop culture topics and narrow it down to truly the best of all time. Or as we like to call it, the boat. But before anyone can set foot onto the boat, we put them into a Sweet 16-style bracket, and we argue each round until we decide a winner. And Nick, what, what criteria do we use when we decide who steps foot onto the boat? Whatever the hell we want, Cody. You want to tell them what we're talking about this season? Absolutely. We are in another fan-submitted season. Thank you, Lucas, so much for submitting this to us. We are in Group C of Best Small Victories. We are trying to figure out what small victory is happening on the boat. That is correct. And we are in Group C of this tournament. So if you want to head over, listen to Group A and Group B, see what their champions were. But here in Group C, we have the two seed putting in the USB right on the first try going up against the 15 seed, making a sweet catch. And then in the other matchup, we have the seven seed, a free mistake. We'll talk about what that means when we get there. And then 10, getting the last of something. So we'll start at that first matchup, putting the USB in right the first try, going up against making a sweet catch. Cody, what you thinking right off the bat? Right off the top, we need to make sure everyone knows that we do not seed these brackets. These brackets are seeded by, we pick 16 things, we put it into a random number generator, and then that random number generator sends it off to bracketologists, I assume, who send those back to us. So we don't, don't actually think, pick that. You're not, so you're saying over here, you think, which one is improperly seeded or both? Making a sweet catch is improperly seeded because making a sweet catch, unless I can, I have a way it could be properly seeded, hear me out. Making a sweet catch is either the best thing or the worst thing that can happen to you. If it's the, it's the best thing when someone throws something ridiculous and you do the no look like catch and just grab it and everyone's like, whoa. You know what I'm talking about, right? Someone throws a beer can from across the oh. room while you're at like a cookout and you catch it like behind the back or something. And everyone's like, shit. Yep. That feels good. When, for example, you're working at a bar, true story is about to be told, and you drop a pint glass and right before it hits the ground, you kick it up in the air and then you knee it up again and catch it. And it's a full bar. And you look to your left. Someone's pouring beer. They didn't see it. You look to your right. Someone's busting glasses. They uh, didn't see it. And you look up at the full bar of people talking to each other, and no one saw it. Oh, Cody. So now I'm you're the crazy man who's saying this cool thing happened. And I was like, no, dude, sure. <laughs> sure it did. Yeah, man. I'm, yeah, sure. I'm so glad we started this podcast so you could finally share that story with everyone, Cody. The, the, the whole reason, just so you all know, this was the long con. Cody told me <laughs> uh, about a year ago. He's like, dude, I had this sweet catch. I, I, but no one wants to hear about it. I'm like, Cody, here's what we're going to do. We're going to start a podcast. We're going to do 10 random seasons. I don't give a shit about those seasons. But we're going to finally, we're going to get to this moment for you, Cody. So I'm glad we finally got there. No, I, uh, I yeah, you're totally right. I think, I didn't think about the downside of making a sweet catch because it, to me, it's just all positive. I don't disagree that I think, yeah, you know, if, if I were to see that, I'd put a little bit differently. But man, that U.S., there is something about the USB first try thing, right? Like it's what? It's I good. mean, it's why is it gotta be so? Why you gotta be so complicated? You got okay. Here's the deal, world. There's a label on the top of the USB plug. Look at it, and then that's the top. It goes in every time. Which one's the top? Hold you on, see I'm that right. little thing with the three things coming I, out of it? Looks like uh, a pitchfork, kind of. The oh yeah. Okay. That means it's facing up. Oh. And you plug it in that way. Y'all making this way too hard. It's Damn. not hard. Damn, you coming you come hard for the – I also think, too, one problem, and we, and we talked about this a little bit in uh, Group A with having exact change. We as a society are moving the past 
this problem. We are solving USB-C goes in either way. Your uh, iPhone charger goes in either way. So we are getting to that point where it, this will be a thing that our, our kids will be like, what, what are you talking about, old man? Like, why do you yeah, care we about just how put, you put it We in? just put our phone on the ground and it charges through Tesla currents in the ground. Yeah, and we're like, oh, back in my day. You, you. Imagine, too, how shitty that back in my day is going to be. Like, at least our grandparents had, like, real problems. Like, truth, like, back in my day, if you couldn't get the cow to milk that day, man, I'm telling you what, you couldn't then go to the, you can go into town and sell that milk off, man. I'm telling you, then you can't get nothing to eat because you can't, sh- can't share that for eggs. So now you ain't got no eggs. What you can have for breakfast, man? How, you, what back the in my fuck day, world did your grandparents live? <laughs> they lived in Lair, North Dakota, Cody. That's basically accurate. So okay, that's ours is going to be back in my day. Here's you would ha- you know how you got that fancy you put on the ground and it just charges. Back in my day, what you had to do is you had to take a cord. Well, first a cord is a long piece of <laughs> wire. Shut up, Nick. Okay, so <laughs> another thing that about putting USB in the right try, I get it does feel good. You can't be celebrated for it. Making a sweet catch is yeah. something that can be celebrated. This is this is a blow away for me. I don't even think this is a close. Yeah, I, I gotta I gotta I'm with you on this hundred percent. I think making a sweet catch is definitely the winner here. So we'll move that on to the next round where it's gonna go up against either a free mistake or the last of something. So just to be clear what a free mistake is, this is let's say you're at a bar, for instance. Yeah. And bartender bartender's pouring. You should not be at a bar right now. You should not be at a bar right now. But let's say when they're to go to a bar previously in another time when a bar exists. See, back back in my day, we'd go to this thing called a bar. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, so uh, in the yesteryears, when you'd be at a bar and let's say the bartender's pouring, pouring some beers, then uh, they come over to you and they're just like, hey, uh, I poured the wrong beer for this person. They wanted they wanted Summit. I poured Surly. Do you want this? It's a it's a Summit EPA. And you're like, uh. Yeah, yeah, sh- sure. Like, cool. Yeah, that's yours. On the house. Like, they just give it to you and you're like, did it? I remember the first time that happened to me. I know it sounds like I'm like acting like I don't know what's going on because truthfully, the first time it ever happened to me, I remember being like, uh, they were like, hey, do you want this? This Summit EPA? And because that's actually what I was drinking that, that yeah. day anyway. And they were like, do you want this? And I remember saying like, oh, I, I don't want to pay for it. And they're like, no, it's, it's for free, you idiot. I'm giving it first, to you. Catherine and I's first date, we got, I got a, she got a Scotch Neat, I believe, or maybe on the rocks. And I got a cucumber cooler because it was hot <laughs> out and it was really good. Um, <laughs> but I got the cucumber cooler and there was like a piece of plastic in it, like that wax plastic that comes off the top of a whiskey bottle. Oh, yeah. And I was like, hey, can you just tell the bartender, like, he must have dropped some wax? No big deal. Like, I'll drink it. They brought me another one for free. So I drank both. Two good things. One, I got a free drink, which is always good. Always, always feels good. good. Always and good. Two, man, Catherine still says that was like that was like five minutes on our first date. She's like, I thought I liked you then because you were not a dick. So you don't just, be a dick. Yeah. You'll get free stuff. And yeah. also you might end up marrying somebody. All good things. <laughs> All good things. Yeah. I think the thing with so the last of something, you know, that's you're going, you're going to the grocery store, you're like, oh, I gotta grab eggs. Eggs play a very big part in my life. Just move past it. And so you get there and like, you see all the, you're like, you're rounding that corner to the dairy section and you can kind of see it's looking a little empty and you're like, fuck no. What day is it? Shit is that, you know? And then you see one carton right there and you open You're thinking like, oh, there's no, these gotta be the, the cracked broken eggs. And you open it up and you're like, fuck yeah, man. Hey, got them. Anytime that happens, it's so or, I mean, the amount of times where you're maybe going to get, you're going to uh, food somewhere and they're like, and you order something like, 
oh, you're lucky that was the last one of that. Yeah, like, oh. I, I, those moments are good. I've got an issue with the last of something when it's like me and my boys around, it's like the last wing at a barbecue or something. We all, it's a, it gotta be a Midwest thing where we all get into this like Midwest standoff of everyone refuses to be the last. My anxiety won't let me take the last one. The push, yeah, where it. you're just like, no, 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 no. Uh, you can have it. No, no, no. Yeah, that's- and if I roll into the grocery store and there's one carton of eggs left, if there's no one around, I'll take it. But if I see like three people in the aisle walking towards me, I'm like, oh, fuck. Hey, does anyone oh, need the eggs? Like Specifically, a- in in the case of if I'm going to get the food, that food is mine if I get there. Finders, keepers, losers, weepers rules. But I hear what you're saying. Because, I mean, if I see a, fam- of- a guy come, a girl come up with a bunch of snot-nosed kids wearing burlap sacks, Nick, and there's one carton of eggs and she's looking at it with doe eyes and tears running down her face, I'm going to give her the eggs. That's not nearly enough eggs to feed those kids. It's only going to get them through like one day. She's got to do a new plan. I'm no, I'm saying, she, what if the eggs were an intricate part of her already existing plan, which she has the rest of? Those are my eggs. <laughs> I can't do that. Those, those are my eggs. I'm sorry, but those are my eggs. I'm, I'm the kind of guy that'll like take the last eggs and then go to an employee there and be like, hey, I don't know if you guys know, you're out of eggs. You need to- <laughs> Oh no, I just, I walk away with that little victory and I just, and I call it. No, I think, you know, as far as to, there's nothing worse though too than, and this happens, you know, I think specifically in the Midwest is when you are cleaning up the, a party and you're opening up the pizza boxes to like mm-hmm. throw stuff out and you realize, cause we've had to do this uh, at my office and you realize how many just one slice is left. And because all of these people just, no one would claim it. No one took it. Now I got to throw out old pizza because y'all had to be polite to each other. Come on, man. Eat that pizza. Just do it. Because you know what I know? So I'm telling to anyone, this is, this is Nick's Advice Corner because apparently that's the theme of this season. Nick's Advice Corner, there is no greater relief than when someone just finally takes it and says, you know what? And, and here's how you do it. By the way, here I know it goes against everything about our nature, but I think all you have to do here is just be like, um, Hey you guys, I'm still a little bit hungry. Do you mind if I take the last piece? A hundred percent of the time people say, Oh my God, thank you. No, please take it. That's all yours. Go for it. That's all you'd say. I'm just, Hey, I'm still a little hungry. Do y'all mind? And they'll be like, unless you've eaten seven of the other eight slices, people going to be fine with you taking the last one. So that's Nick's advice corner. But yeah, I got to go with that free mistake, man. That's so nice. I love the free mistake, dude. Love, I, yeah. love the free mistake. So for me, I'm gonna have to lock in that free mistake. Yeah, I'm locking in free mistake. It's moving on to the next round. That was a good strategy of mine too. If you know a table's gonna tip well, you want to make sure you get that juice. Hit him with the free mistake because there's always mistakes at a bar. Yeah, I think the thing is. So the one thing about the free mistake, and you kind of touched on it a little bit. You definitely have to put in a little bit of time before I think you're gonna get random free mistakes. Yeah, I think that's why the free mistake pays off so much more and why I think it's such a good victory because it's multiple things. You're getting a free beer, which is always good. But also, you're in. You just did it. Yeah. That's the bartender saying like, hey, you made the cut. Yeah, you're cool here. Here's something for free for you. you, you, Not only did you get a free beer, you have a home. You have a place where you belong. This is yours. Because I would say the free drink can kind of happen at almost any time, maybe. But the free food, the free food mistake, that goes to the regulars. Cause that's where like, ah oh man, this guy wanted onion rings, but we made fries. Do you want the fries? You can just have them. And you're like, uh, 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 yeah, of course I want these fries. Yeah, please put them right here, man. And I mean, and you're right too, by the way. I, and I, it's, I'm guessing anyone who is in the service industry knows that a, if you do that, I will be loyal to you forever, but B, mm-hmm. you are going to get a fat. I'm probably going to pay for the fries in the tip. 
Like I'll just naturally be like, Oh, you gave me free fries. Here's three extra bucks that I yeah. wasn't planning on giving. But now I'm like, I did get something for free. Here's more money. Yeah, absolutely. I'll, here's half the value of those fries and a tip. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Easily. Easy. Cause you didn't have to do that and you did. So here's something for you. Well, here's another issue I have with making a sweet catch because okay. no one ever sees the greatest catch you ever make. That's law. Wrong. Well, you know what? They're definitely going to see the worst catch you don't make, okay? Because one time, another true story, I'm going to take you and Cody's story time. Another time I was at the bar working, I had a fresh hot glass off the rack, right? I went to go, I just, it slid out of my hands, it was wet. I went to go catch it and I, I, I swore I caught it right before it hit another glass. I must have been wrong. I don't know what these glasses were made of because they must have hit at the perfect corners. They disintegrated and like exploded all over the bar. Glass shards in my face, in the ice, in the clean dishwater, in the dirty dishwater, all over the everything. Customers got glass in their shit. I had to replace two meals because glass got in there. Yeah, that's that sounds awful. Here's the thing though. Here's how I my greatest catch was seen, and here and here's that story. So I was I was in high school, and at my partner at the time we were downstairs, and her her parents were upstairs. So that was always cool. They gave us the downstairs, but you, you know, obviously you're not going into rooms or anything like that, but we had the downstairs tours and you know, every now and again, the parents would come in and, and just need to say something to you, right? Just a little, little check-in. So her dad comes down and by the way, this dad has already given me, there was, he gave me that dad speech where no joke. He's like, look behind you. And I look behind me and there was a sword and he said, that sword's never seen blood before, but it's thirsty. <laughs> this, I, oh my God. I'm just imagining like, it's like, oh, okay, the dad's sitting there and he's like, well, I want to be hard on this kid, but I really love anime. And I don't own a gun. So like, <laughs> I'm going to take out my, my fucking rep, replica fucking Roni Kenshin sword and hang it on the wall. Yeah. No, he just straight up. It was a, it was, he was a military guy. So, you know, they, they always give swords on the military. So it's just this saber that's behind me. And I just remember being like, yeah, nope, not going <laughs> to. All right, message received, sir. Message received. So anyway, so he comes downstairs and he, and he has uh, like one of those, uh, those squishy stress balls with a smiley face. I don't know why. I, to this day, I think about this all the time. He whipped it at me, like straight up. And, it, and the thing was too, he, didn't, he's not a, he wasn't a good toss because it was, it was as it whipped at me, I instinctively threw my hand up in front of his daughter's face and caught it. And he looked at me. And he just nodded. He's like, all right. And then walked up. So I don't know if the plan was to like, see if I would protect his daughter in any given situation. I don't know to this day, but I know that he whipped it so fast. My hand just instantly shot up right in front of her face, grabbed it. It's the coolest fucking thing I've ever done. Top five (laughs) coolest things I've ever fucking done. And he was there for that. And so it's hard for me because that is, I think about that all the time. There are a lot of sweet catches I've made, right? Someone tosses you your keys. Someone tosses you a beer. You grab it. It looks good. The moment, you know, I do like the, the celebratoriness of that, that you can kind of, or nope. I'm just talking about how much I love making a sweet catch. <laughs> dope, man. I was trying to like, trying to think of like something for free mistake where I'm like, well, it's basically the same. I dude, I love making a sweet catch. It's so fucking cool. Free mistake is is great when it happens. Love it. But you, I also have to depend on someone fucking up. Yep. Sweet uh, catch. I'm, okay. That's on your boy. I, I have all confidence in myself to make a sweet catch. I, you want to catch these hands, you can catch these hands. Anytime you want. Any place. 
But free mistake. I got to lock in free mistake, dude. I love oh, that. Dude. This, you have proven that you are a member of this, this elite echelon of people that go to the, wherever place you are. Because I don't only go places that have cool people. And now I'm one of the cool people? Hell yeah. I get that. I think for me. And you got to count I, in the food. Nick. I know. Free I'm, fries. Those free fries. They slap. They go so hard. I got they it. They taste I, so much better than fries normally taste. They do. Here's you want to talk about what's better than McDonald's French fries? We've talked about this before. McDonald's French fries are the, the goat of fries. Any French fries I get at a bar for free. <laughs> because you know they fresh. They fucked up. They ain't sitting on fucked up fries. Here's, here's the thing. Can I? Yeah. Do you mind? Ahead. Yep. Appreciate you. Thank you. Here's the thing. I am not an athletic person. By Ooh. design, the Lord did not. He gave me good legs, and that's all he gave me. So when someone tosses me something, and I catch it, the pride in their eyes and the joy <laughs> in my heart is insurmountable. I can, I will say for the record as a witness, I, I catch most stuff that's thrown to me. Nick does not. Yeah, that's what I'm, <laughs> dude. So when it happens, there's just this moment where we all look at each other and we're like, oh yeah, it's too good, man. I can't, I can't pass it up. So you're still, you're going to lock in free mistake? I'm locking in free mistake, dude. I think there's Here a level of, uh, it's, the moment you. you have with the bartender, that is something. You have it's a special, friend for life. Man. It's special. It's special. I can go to any bar I've ever been in where I got something free and be like, that motherfucker's the one who gave it to me. Yeah. That one. I want him. I want her. <laughs> They're my server now. Yeah. No, I got I to gotta lock in making a sweet catch. So there's only one way to determine this, and that is with the American voting coin of 2004, as found on random.org. As always, we flip low seed gets to choose, which is me. I am the 15 seed making a sweet catch. All right, so I got John Kerry facing me, which means I got George Bush on the other side. Who do I think is going to make the sweetest catch? Oh, man. I mean, I think I think uh, good old Maybe Bushy he, Boy was a baseballer. Was he? He could catch some charges as a war criminal. That's not as well as a war criminal. <laughs> yes, you can be two things, Cody. I'm, I'm going to have to go with that. That's the logic I have. So, all right. I'm going to flip. Ah, shit. Hell yeah, John Damn. Kerry. We got number seven. Free Damn, mistake. Damn, two losses this year? Damn, dude. Good thing you stopped keeping track. Oh, man. I hope someone else is, though. All right. Well, that is it for Group C. We got free mistake. Moving on to the final four. If you want to hear who the champions are for Group A and Group B, once again, go ahead and listen to those. Group D going to drop on Wednesday. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Friendly Competition Podcast. If you want to help us out, few things you can do, tell a friend. Number one, always share it with a friend. Secondly, if you, wherever you're listening to this, hit that hit that follow, subscribe, whatever it is so that way we download right into your feed. You're getting us right away uh, early in the mornings. And then finally, if you are listening to this on iTunes or anywhere that you can rate us, but iTunes is the most popular, give us those five stars. Uh, it makes us, it helps us out so much, makes us searchable in the algorithm. And then if you want to leave us a review and give us your final four, what are four things that you want us to discuss after every 25 reviews, we randomly select one of those to do as a bonus episode absolutely and while you're on the internet feel free to follow us on all of our social medias we are on twitter we're on instagram we're on facebook just look up at friendly comp pod also if you have an idea for a season just like this one that lucas sent in email those to us at friendly competition podcast at gmail.com if it's good we will do it and we'll give you a shout out every episode of that season and as always shout outs go to charizard for the intro and outro music that you're listening to if you want to hear more of their stuff head on over to Bandcamp. 
type in Charizard and replace the vowels with sixes. Well, like I said, Group D going to drop on Friday. Wednesday. Wednesday. God damn. <laughs> Group D is going to drop on Wednesday. But until then, I'm Nick Keller. And I'm Cody Lena. See you on the boat.